Hello, um, and um, I would like to say cheers and welcome to the Life Laundry podcast. I have poured myself um, a vodka and tonic with a splash of lime because my day has been shit. I'm feeling left out now. <laughs> I'm really left out. <laughs> FOMO, FOMO. Um, why has your day been shit, Gemma Bray? Well, we're recording this at five to six in the evening. Yeah, we, we normally re record at one thirty. Yeah, at, at one twenty-eight, Ben's school phoned me to say that Ben has got a terrible tummy ache and there's all sorts of sick bugs coming round and going round at the moment. Can you please come and collect him? I was like, right. So I immediately messaged Chippy, and I was like, I didn't say yeah. why. I was like, I'm going, I'm going, because Ben's not well. First thing I said to him was, do you need a poo? Sorry, by the way, if anyone's eating their dinner. I'm editing this week, aren't I? So yeah. I said, Does any, is it, do you need the toilet? No, tried that. Okay. So for about an hour, he's like writhing around going, ah. I said, this sounds like, it sounds like wind. It sounds like there's a blockage somewhere. Yeah. Um, which a peanut butter sandwich miraculously cured because around about 4 p.m. he goes running past me going, need the toilet, need the toilet, need the toilet yeah and then i've just had two hours of year 11 last parents evening before gcse hell um which is so stressful which is what's tipped me over the edge to drink <laughs> has it got to the stage where you can't have you seen i always talk about it but there's an episode of modern family where they go to a parents evening and she just turns up with a cup of coffee and all the other mums have got laptops and and they're like, right, so for biology, they need this, they need this, they need this, they need this and everyone's like typing it out. And she's like, shit, shit. And she starts writing it on a coffee cup because she's just like, oh my God. And then when she gets out, she's like, oh my God, you must be so stressed. I didn't understand half the stuff you have to do. Did you feel like that? Is it just like too much? What you have to, what the laundrettes have to, might not know, is that. They all know this. I am such a geek. I was such a geek at school. Yeah. Right. Um, like a very no problems in yeah. anything. Like yeah. And um, Thomas is, is not like me. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't get my head. I can't. And but that is sounds, it? That sounds awful. What I mean is, it's like I can't understand. Do you know it's not it's not like he can't do it he's just doing that typical teenage boy thing where he's just like can't be asked, can't be asked. Yeah. yeah which is like me well, what would have helped you at school chippy when you were doing your oh, cool. um, i can spend an afternoon with him and say to him look at look at me look at look at how my life's turned out but pretty damn well that won't help will it he'll go well she's got a nice life i don't make very much money constantly stressed I leap around from thing to thing feeling underqualified but he knows what he wants to do so what I was going to say does that help because he knows what he wants to do so you kind of know what boxes to tick um, um, so I'm afraid that laundrettes haven't got me on my uh, my best I'm just like I'm a, I'm, I'm a husk of a woman I sent very lovely picture of you into the Facebook group. Um, 
and uh, I said, "Is that there are any topics that the Lord Directors want me to cover? Me, me to cover, not you." <laughs> I just sit here and drink. So, yeah. <laughs> by the end, you'll be like, "Fuck everyone." <laughs> I'm looking to see what one would be good for today. Oh, well, so Catherine Hughes would like to hear about our furry friends. That's, can you handle that today? Yeah. Tell us, tell us about your furry friends. <laughs> you've, got, you've got the number one dog in the world. It just sounds really wrong, furry friends. <laughs> Twice a day, Bray, because you're new now. I saw that. Um, <laughs> okay, well, yeah, okay. So, what, okay, what, I don't understand the, I don't understand the question. Do us the lineup. Who are your pets? Now, Eddie's a really nice mix. He's an accident. Is Eddie an accident? Mm. Yeah, he's, 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 he's the best in the world I've ever seen. He is the, he's the, um, oh, the vodka's hitting. He is the, <laughs> what's the thing? The product. He is yeah. the product of um, action, a family taking their eyes off the ball on Christmas Day and the male dog and the female dog getting jiggy with it. <laughs> they had a lovely Christmas Day. Yeah. And so it, he is Jack Russell. So and... his mum was half Jack Russell, half Bijan Frise. Yeah, his dad was half um, border terrier and some Yorkshire terrier, wasn't he? A lot of terrier. I love that dog. He's such a. The thing is, because I've got to tell you this, this kind of goes off topic slightly. He, he, he would never hurt. He wouldn't hurt a fly. Yeah. And at the weekend, I was in the living room and I looked out the back window, and there was this guy just wandering across the back garden with two plastic bags in his hand. And I said to Mike, someone in the garden. And all the kids, like Mike's son, Tom and Johnny all went, oh. And I looked around and I was like, me then. I'm going, am I? I'll go, yeah. So I was running across the garden. I need some of those new Owen-y, or whatever they're called, slippers, because I ran oh. across the garden in my slippers, fell down a rabbit hole, jarred my back found said gentleman who turned out to be about 18 who had unpacked his sandwiches i know no don't do that face okay. he unpacked his sandwiches while sitting in the foresty bit of my garden and i went can i help you <laughs> and he went yeah i just needed a wee i went what he went i just needed a wee and, and he was too far away I went, you've been smoking weed and he went <laughs> and he and it, so he got went no, I needed a wee. And I'm thinking, this is okay. And then by this point, Mike's joining me because um, he had the forethought to actually put some outdoor shoes on. So he had wellies on at this point. I was there yeah. and I said, well, you can't eat. You, it is, he said, oh, I realise now that it's a garden. I'm not from around here. Still unpacking his sandwiches. And I'm like, so you are going to have to now pack everything up and leave by the same way in which she came in. <laughs> like a bomb expert telling the people how to leave the shopping centre. <laughs> and he went, 
Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm not from around here. As if I was the one that was being unreasonable. Or as if wherever he is from, you just wander into people's gardens and, and have and a like, some sand. The dog's just like this, <laughs> running up to <laughs> new potential friend. I'm like, Eddie, Eddie, get here and defend me. Eddie, Eddie. be ferocious. I really love that dog. <laughs> and then who else have you got? Um, Milo. From one, ex uh, one extreme to the other. Yeah, we've got Milo, the very aloof cat, who is so kind to Ben. Like the two of them are like inseparable. It's Tom's dog, cat though. Yeah, but Ben has adopted it. Like when the cat comes in in the morning after being on his midnight killing spree, like I have to check the cat to make sure he's not got any blood or entrails on him because I know that Ben's going to go up to him and they're going to rub their faces together like this as a group. Oh. And then I've got four chickens and God knows what they're called. The names change every few days. <laughs> I, I just, I love the fact that you, you really lucked out with, with Eddie for a dog that has so much terrier in him. Yeah. He's so obedient at your old house. I remember coming round and Eddie used to go into the garden, come in, go into his bed to wipe his feet. <laughs> that is the organized mum for you. Whereas my dogs, it's like a shit show. Um, um, he, he, he actually, whenever, back in the day when I used to like enjoy doing like radio, like, like press stuff, like he, he would charm anyone. He ended up on the front cover of The Guardian. He ended up in um, a TV segment for Good Morning Britain because he just charms the pants off anybody oh, with a camera. He can't eat in the same room as Milo. He gets, he gets, he get, he always gives Milo the side eye, like, oh. Well, that's because I've seen what Milo's capable of. <laughs> if I turn my back on Milo to eat, he's just gonna, and my innards are gonna fall out. Basically. Well, so go on, what are your animals like? Right, so I've got mouse who's a dog, didn't oh. think, got mouse before I had children, so I didn't realise how confusing this was going to be for them when they went to nursery. So mouse is 12. She's a Jack Russell cross stomach. We don't know. Beautiful. Um, she's my, she's my, loves the babies, thinks she's she literally. Proper lady. She's a, she's proper, a proper lady. She, yeah. um, she yeah she's just divine her only downfall is she woofs uh she is a woofer she will run up to other dogs and just stand in front of them and woof <laughs> really annoying when you say woof you do mean bark yeah right <laughs> she will bark sorry but she will uh do it for, for hours on end um whilst also looking very unflustered and sweet so it's sort of annoying so I have her, she's lovely. She used to sleep in my room and she would literally wait until she'd be in her bed and she'd wait till we go to sleep and then she would get in, like properly in. And she'd go snuggle against Joe because she knew he wouldn't chuck her out. And yeah, she loves the kids. My problem with her is she loves children so much that she will just go up and lick their faces, any kid. Um, and some people don't like that. No. So then I have uh, Loki aka Loki the devil dog who is a Patterdale terrier cross border terrier cross miniature poodle uh mostly Patterdale though 
Loki will eat stuff. I met a new neighbour yesterday who was looking for her chickens because she just lets them free range. And I was like, they're not here, but if they were here, the dog will eat them. And she was like, oh no, they're very feisty chickens. Oh God. Real problem. So maybe there's a laundrette who has a patterdale. Someone explained patterdales to me after I got Loki. Um, they are like the apex. Like if you think of great whites as being the apex of sharks, it's got, it's like patterdales, the apex terriers. They're just, anyway, so Loki, will kill anything he can get his teeth into so the number of times i've just had people going oh well my chicken's very feisty you're like great he's he's going to rip it limb from limb right in front of you like he's just he doesn't really like children he tolerates mine Loki is my cross to bear he's also incredibly loyal the most obedient of all of my dogs off the lead comes when he's called um that's interesting yeah, he, and what was, is really nice, especially when I was in London, um, he does not like strange men in the house, mm. especially if Joe's not here. Um, so that was always quite reassuring. He'd be fine if I said to him to back off. So he wasn't, but I just thought, oh, if someone comes, if something happens to me. So when I used to go jogging in London at night, which obviously... I it, sadly isn't ideal but I was always like it, at least I know I'm with a dog that will probably really latch onto someone if they attack me whereas Mouse like Eddie would just be like well now that she's lying on the floor do you want to should we carry on with our walk <laughs> which is just useless and then uh, so Loki's just turned eight and then I've got Magda, who is my lockdown internet love. Um, you hear about people meeting on dating websites and falling in love. And actually, one of the Team Tom... I was going to say, you, you stole her away from another. I didn't steal. I was very... I made very sure when I first saw her, Vicky sent me a picture and said, we're going to get one of these puppies. And I saw her and was like that's it love at first sight I've got to get that she had a pink nose and a slightly outy nose like a English bull terrier and I was just like I love her I'm in love with her I have to, I just so I said to Vicky are you getting a boy or a girl and she was like we're definitely getting a boy and I was like so I really like Magda she was like we're definitely not getting Magda and I was like right I'm in so Magda is my lockdown uh love she's just turned one she's very good she's big and fluffy we're about to go through the spring molt which will involve just me under a heap of fur for the next couple of months um and then uh, yeah so she's my little love I would love to have a cat but obviously we've discussed Loki so that's <laughs> not happening and then tomorrow I pick up <gasps> Little ducklings, which again. Oh, um, hold on, I've got a song coming. Okay. Hold on. Oh. There once was an ugly duckling with feathers all. Nah, 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 nah. Wah, wah. And then that's all in it. Wah, wah. And then that. Get out of town. Why does this never happen when I'm editing? If but, you edit that out. I'm not editing, I wouldn't edit that out. I just love the, um, 
Oh, I've got a song coming. <laughs> Where is that a sleeve, Gary? No, it's a rolled up sleeve, Gary. My mum used to sing that to me. And in retrospect, I don't know if she's trying to send me a message. <laughs> oh, it's okay to be the ugly duckling. I'm a swan. <laughs> I was looking at signets the other day and they're very nice. Um, anyway, so your ducks are coming tomorrow. I've got three ducks coming tomorrow. I'm doing that thing. You know that thing where you're like, until they're in the car, I'm not going to get excited. But I've got their cage set up, got their little heat lamp. Um, I've been scrubbing out various things because when they're little, you have to supervise them when they're swimming. And when oh. they've been Oh, are they going to follow you around the house in a row? No, because Loki... Loki will eat them. Oh God, what are we going to do about Loki? Well, so we have got in the conservatory set up Loki Head. Did you hear her say Loki? Um, now you're going to be a very, very, very kind boy when the baby, baby ducks come. Oh, look at him. He's got such an old man's face. Be a good boy? Probably not. Um, so I've set them up with their cage in the, um, God, you're such a mummy's boy, in the conservatory. Um, and I'm gonna try and keep all the doors shut. I need to actually speak to Joe about how to lock the conservatory doors so the children can't go in unsupervised. And then when they're big enough to go outside, we've got an orchard at the back of the garden that the dogs used to jump over the gate but we've put in a bigger gate although Loki was just in there so I think he's dug a hole under the gate but we're having pet safe fencing put in and I know that some people are going to be very um anti that pet safe fencing is uh an electric I think that's what system. my neighbors have got yeah an electric system I think we talked about this before with uh where the dog wears a collar and they get a warning beep. And the thing is, is that Loki and Magda are out, they get out on the road a lot. Loki, I saw him coming back. So we've got a hedge all across the garden. And I saw he was on the road and I ran outside and I screamed his name. And he jumped from the road over the top of the hedge. Fucking Yeah. Loki can do a six foot fence, no problem. As can greyhounds. Yeah. So, well, exactly, but greyhounds are not terrier-sized. Maybe he has, he, may, are you part greyhound, Do you know what, every, for, because this is a podcast, I'm going to, he, everyone. Hold on, I, must, I, know, I need to take a picture. When I used to take him for walks in the park. Oh, look, it's all dark though, Loki. When I used to take him for walks in the park. Loki. Um, yeah. People used to say, is that a lurcher puppy? That's right. So, um, yeah, he just came flying over the hedge. So I was like, oh, okay. So it's just, I know that some people object to them, but I really don't want them to be squished. Uh, I have... Well, and um, also the, the opposite side to that coin is they could potentially hurt some, the person in the car. They could absolutely hurt the person in the car i hit a badger the other day and i was seriously traumatized for a week and i know that some people don't like badgers for obvious reasons but i don't want to kill anything i don't really like badgers they give tb to cows uh did, did not know that 
Oh, okay. So, so lots of people who are very pro farming and everything. I'm very pro farming. Don't like badgers. I don't like killing anything. I'm not comfortable with killing anything. I should be a vegetarian, but I don't really like vegetables. Um, so yeah, that's not happening. But um, yeah, but it's I. It's horrible. Imagine hitting someone's beloved pet in your car like yeah but also they could cause a crash oh they can cause a crash they can cause damage to someone's car they can cause mental health problems like it's not just about the dog um so yes loki and magda are going to have collars and we grew we grew up with a pet safe fence and we went from having three dogs hit by cars two of them fatally to no dogs hit by cars and it is you know they learn really quickly that the beep mm-hmm. means you're close to the electric fence and they just don't go near it it's not a horrible traumatic thing i'm sure if they get when they get electroshock it's not nice but it's not nice when you get an electric shock um you're not speaking anyway so we're pet safing and the pet safing is going to go across the orchard gate so that the ducks will be in a no dog zone but also they've got a a run and everything so he'd have to really try hard to get in there um i I have talking of 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 furry friends um i'm just going to segue slightly to feathered friends yeah um on the same day that we had the person stray into the garden with the sandwiches and having a wee in the morning i woke up and uh, went downstairs for a cup of coffee saturday and Milo was sat on top of the log burner. It wasn't warm or anything. And I was like, that's weird. Why is the cat sat on top of the log burner? Oh. That's odd. Anyway, um, a little bit later on, I hear this scratching coming from the log burner. And I'm like, something's going oh, on. see him. Sorry. He's such a mummy's boy. He's on my lap. Yeah. Um, it's like it's either a rat. It's a rat or a bird. Best case scenario, it's a rat. Oh, it was a bird. It turned out it was a massive fucking crow, right? So it, how it got down the chimney, I don't know, because there's a thing on the chimney. Can I just ask a question? Yeah. I know this story, but I'm hoping that you've secretly kept the ending f- from me. And that you're going to move your camera to the side. <laughs> yes, and it's going to hop onto my shoulder. And the crow is going to be there. What happened was, in order to say... So, Mike wasn't in, obvs. Oh, so it was me and the kids. So I was like, well, I don't want to, I wanted to light the log burner because our friends were coming around. We were having a takeaway and, and my friend. friends. I do. I only have one other set of friends. Um, she was, she doesn't like cold houses. So I was like, I need to make this house warm. I need to light all the fires. And I was like, this crow's in the fucking log burner. I need to get the crow out. I don't want to light the fire and kill it, obviously. Um, so we opened all the windows and I, we opened the log burner and it, it obviously it went up onto the little like fire shelf thing that you have. Um, so I got some bird seed and scattered it inside the log burner and then went on YouTube and played crow noises at the crow. <laughs> and it came out. <laughs> yeah, I was so proud of myself. It came well, this out. This be another job for you, Gemma. It came out and then it did that thing where it was like going like that against the window. And I'm like, dude, you're literally hitting the one fixed window pane. All other windows and doors are open. 
feel free to go to any space, any other space that looks like the outside world because you will be able to get out if you use that portal. Oh. And then it eventually flew out. It was completely healthy and fine. And all me and the three kids are stood on the on the garden, on the lawn, like jumping up and down going, yay! Just as Mike drives in going, and he went, what the fuck are you lot doing? <laughs> we um, had something similar, but less nice. Um, in that we were getting ready for our Christmas drinks. It must have been Christmas drinks 2019 before we knew what was about to happen. And usually Joe loves the Christmas drinks. I don't love the Christmas. I mean, I do like the Christmas drinks, but you know, it's a lot of work, sociableness, that kind of thing. So Joe had been really helpful. Usually he goes to the football and then turns up when all the guests turn up and I've been like handling the children and the food and the cleaning and all of that. Anyway, so Joe's been really helpful. Everything's kind of under control. And Joe's like, I'm going to go and get dressed first. And then I'll come down, finish the tidying. You go and get ready. And I was like, great. Joe goes upstairs. Basically, as soon as he gets in the shower, this screaming starts outside. And it's Loki's got this massive fox. <gasps> so Loki's got this huge fox. I have to go out to try and get him off the fox there's blood everywhere i've had to get i have to get a broom to stick in between them so don't get bitten foxes when they're scared you know that fox smell they pee so like we like the smell anyway the fox then runs at the french windows to try and get into the house to get away from the dog thank god i'd shut the door <gasps> god can you imagine so eventually i like this takes 10 minutes of like the dog catching the fox me getting the dog off the fox but not being able to get the dog having eventually i have to help the fox over the wall because he's bitten it so badly i stink of fox loki stinks of fox and is covered in blood i go into the house the house stinks of fox like it because it's just been going around spraying everywhere and like so I carry the dog upstairs, I'm washing the dog. I like, a Joe, Joe comes downstairs, like the doors are all open. I'm just spraying, um, I've got candles going. And Joe comes downstairs and I'm like soaking wet from bathing the dog, stinking of fox. The, the, every, Joe's like, what the hell? I was like, he was, comes sort of gliding down the stairs, looking really handsome and ready for mm -hmm. a party. And I'm just like, what? Where did you go? it's it's all being he was like what the hell happened and I was like they love hearts the dog got the farts it was awful and then everyone arrived and I was like I'm gonna go upstairs now get changed wash myself so I don't stink like fox pee all night Loki didn't care unrepentant you had this reminds me though that when my when you first when you first got Milo he did bring you presents. Oh, God, yeah. Has he stopped doing that? Well, the proof will be in the next two or three weeks when, like, the baby bunnies and, like, the baby bird, like, the fledgings are around. But he learned a lesson because basically what happened was every time he brought something into the house, I took it off him. Yeah. So he just got really pissed off with that. So, like, if he brought, like, a little shrew in 
that yeah. was half dead, I would have to, I'd finish the job yeah. mainly and get rid of it. And he wouldn't have it. Yeah. I mean, one morning I, I got out of, I got, I went out of our back door that doesn't exist anymore. And he'd picked off every single, there was like little in the hedge, I, got, I don't know what type of bird it was. And he'd gone in and got every single fledgling out. It was like a scene from a bird zombie movie. There was birds dragging themselves across oh. like, carcasses across the it was i awful. remember you sending me a picture yeah. that you'd taken through the cat flap yeah he hasn't got a cat flap anymore for that reason there was milo with evil the most evil eyes like his eyes had just glazed over with like huntiness with this baby bunny in his mouth and he's just looking at me through the cat flap as if to say I have a present for you. And I was in the kitchen going, <laughs> oh, my oh my God. I thought of you because I follow on TikTok, I've got an account for my podcast and I follow some similar accounts. And um, I was like, oh, maybe I should get a ring doorbell because then I can see it like, if you've got a delivery yeah and you're not there but this guy's just been posting um pic image like videos of weird things caught on people's doorbell ring doorbell things and some of it is so creepy and i was like well i wonder if Why, Gemma would get it? one of those what, what's been creepy well there's one of like this man ringing this woman's bell mm. And the video comes on and he's wearing a mask but it's got like a fixed smile like a clown smile i'm gonna send it to you and it's just horrendous and obviously she doesn't answer oh my god but it's just like oh uh, why have you yeah well funnily enough i actually had this conversation the other day with mike because like when now that he's going to london more and like my office is like on the top so it's a long time i can't normally hear the doorbell yeah i, like, I should get the ring doorbell and off the same friends who came around for the takeaway do have a ring doorbell and whilst they were here it makes that really recognizable ding dong doesn't it on the phone yeah. and um they were like who's that at the door who's that who, what, why are they there what are they doing and i concluded that it would be freak me out more to have one than not yeah, I think that's the case, isn't it? It's like, do you need to know if there's someone weird hanging around? I'd shit my pants. I'd be constantly checking the ring doorbell feed. And a lot of the, a lot of them, the on this guy, it's clearly like person on drugs. Like, why is he pulling this weird face? And it's like, well, I think because he's cracked off his tits and he's probably come to either because he's whacked out, thinks he's somewhere else, or to rob you for money or whatever. So some of them, it's really like, it's unpleasant that they're obviously on drugs. It's not that scary. But this guy is like, why the fuck is this happening? Um, yeah, I think it would be really creepy. I'm sitting in the dark now because I don't want to move the dog. I'm also in the dark because I've got actually I've got no bulbs in any of my lamps because when my mother-in-law came to stay I gave her all my bulbs. Oh, for her, I haven't put them back. You, know what you could do. 
What? You could buy some more bulbs and then you'd have bulbs them, <laughs> rather than just moving them around room to room. Um, oh, I, I, I was going to say something else and I can't remember what it was. Ring doorbell. Scary. No. Weird. Other yeah. friends. Yeah. Gone. No, but I do. But I do. I do think like. I, I, I don't know. I don't. Not for me. It's not for me. It's not for me. Ring um, Can I just say that one of the one of the we've got so many topics that people would like us to cover, mm-hmm. which is good. And one of them that I thought was really interesting was. Well, let me find it. Hold on. Uh, parenting teens boundaries. No idea. Don't ask me. <laughs> um, Work-life mum balance. How do you do it so bloody seamlessly? I mean, I'm upset. I saw that, and I guffawed when I saw it because yeah. I was just like, no one does it seamlessly. Perimenopause. So we've got lots to talk about, but um, one does say any topic that involves Chippy doing Gemma's mank accent. Now, originally, I was upset that they could even tell it was me and not you. Oh. But also, I realised that I've done it. Oh. I've put, put my torch on so I can actually see. Oh. Looks oh, like I do have a bulb. I do, I do have a bulb. Bear with me. I've just looked up and I can see a bulb. Where have you gone? Where are you I'm there? Here. Right, oh, that's better. Thank you, um, yourself. Thank you. So, yeah, my mind, my Yeah, so I just like that there's, there's a there's a team that appreciate it. Yeah, so we, we will cover, I think we can do what, they're all standalone episodes, those. Yeah, I know. It was really, it was really interesting because I thought, oh, I bet perimenopause. I mean, although to be fair, you've thought you were having the peri- perimenopause for the last twenty years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's true. Um, if you so, if you have replied on that um, post in the Facebook group, we aren't ignoring you. We will just we will cover them all individually because um my state of mind tonight means that no one wants any advice from me well that's why i went for furry friends yeah i have literally yeah. no idea. i literally at one at one point today i just had my head in my hands going why is it all happening today why today oh i know is it been i mean has the sun made a difference though yeah sat in it look i've got i've got a weird marks from a double chin I've loved, uh, yeah, the sun's been wonderful. Um, the chickens, um, I, I put a straw bale in there. I don't know if they like straw, but they like digging through it. So every now and then I put some straw in there and they like like rifling through it. And every time I go into their coop, they've it's like they have picked up all of the straw and put it in their drinking thing. So it's soaked up all the water, it's really annoying. And they've also nicked and hidden Mike's hammer. They have his hammer somewhere in that coop and we can't find it. So what's been your positive of the week then, Chips? 
the sunshine. Uh, yeah. Everybody loves the sunshine. Um, yeah, this is your reminder that in the UK in March is when we start in the UVB. So going outside, getting 15 minutes of sun on your skin anywhere will give you your day's vitamin D oomph. Wear your sunscreen, but wear your sunscreen after you've got your vitamin D. And it can be anywhere. So I always take my shoes off and get my feet in the sun. Nice. But if, I think if you're someone who feels the absence of it in the winter, um, March is when we start to get in the right position to get the benefit of UVB. So hopefully everyone will be feeling a bit of a boost. Hmm. What's your positive of the week, Grumpy Gray? <sighs> Um, that tomorrow is Friday. Tomorrow is Friday. It comes around almost weekly. It's Mike's birthday on Sunday, which is Mother's Day, which means that we had to have Mother's Day last week. God, it's all over ruining it. Oh, but that means that you skipped the fact that there's a clock change on Mother's Day. Yeah. It wasn't intentional. Um, but we're going out to our favourite restaurant in Tombridge Wells on Saturday night. So yeah. that we don't have the uh, kimchi no god i was thinking about that i actually was thinking about that before when i was picking ben up from his tummy problems um i was like oh god i hope he doesn't feel like i did after my kimchi cleanse kimchi <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the gem cheap Yeah, we'll not be having that again. Yeah, so we're going out for a nice meal on Saturday night so he can have a lion on his birthday. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that because it's my, it's one of my, it's my, it's my favourite local restaurant. I'll give it a shout out. Actually, I'll give it a shout out. Thackeray's in Tunbridge Wells. Um, that also is something that I've been thinking about a lot this week, though, in that whenever I've been depressed or in a bad mood or when things haven't been going so well or when you've had those days where you feel like you're walking through treacle something that I find really useful which lots of people might not find useful that's okay is Friday will always come the next day will always come time will continue spinning things will get better I don't know why, but I always find that reassuring of like, things will get keep turning whether you- You know what I do in a similar, in a similar fashion. Yeah. Before we, before we wrap up, is like, if I'm worried about something or nervous about something, instead of thinking, oh, well, it's two days until I can fix it, or it's three days until this happens, I go, it's 72 hours. And it makes it feel less overwhelming. So, like, if if I've got so, if, if I've got, do, do you know, does that make that doesn't make any sense? Rather than like, oh well, I've got to wait until the morning before I get that answer. It's like I've got to wait twelve hours. Yeah, it seems less. It seems yeah, it seems more manageable, doesn't it? Mm. Um, yeah. So I was thinking, even like you've had a bad day, but tomorrow's Friday. And it reminds me of that quote from The Office, Ricky Gervais, that says, hold on, let me find it. And this is this is how we'll, we'll finish the episode this week. So if you have anything to say, say it now. 
chips? No, I haven't. I've got nothing. Okay. I'm just Googling it to make sure that... Um... Oh. <laughs> Bear with everybody. Just I'll, I'll edit this bit out. Hold on. Ricky Gervais. There we go. And it's, if, you, if you've ever watched it, so life is just a series of peaks and troughs. Did you ever watch The Office, Chippy? Yeah, I did watch The Office. So life is just a series of peaks and troughs, and you don't know whether you're in a trough until you're climbing out or on a peak until you're coming down. And that's it, you know. You never know what's around the corner, but it's all good. If you want the rainbow, you've got to put up with the rain. <laughs> Do you know which philosopher said that? Dolly Parton. <laughs> People say she's just a big pair of beep. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you all next week. Hopefully, I won't be on the vodka and I'll be in a better mood. I don't know. I quite like vodka, Jim. <laughs> say goodbye, Chiffy. Bye. Bye. Oh, I said goodbye this week. It must be the vodka. <laughs> Bye.